0: show this is uh, season three episode seven getting fit with mike and mike hey i can hear you now
1: okay it's just going through the uh going through the computer i uh, I, i've got my (laughs) i've got my new microphone all set up but uh when i plug it in uh nothing uh nothing runs so i'm not sure if i'm supposed to have some software if i download it from their site but um
0: what, what uh, microphone
1: it's called a uh let's see it's
0: a model is zing is yeah. that the one i that one i recommended yeah i think so oh that just goes to the interface and plugs into a usb and you should be able to use pretty much zoom or anything with it okay i mean so
1: i got the i got the interface cord here got it plugged into the um well is it supposed to be plugged into the green or the yellow one
0: Uh, I don't remember. Hold on. I got to find that thing. It's attached to my Mac. I just don't know. Actually, I do got something totally set up differently. Uh, one of them should have the headphone. The other one should have the microphone symbol on them. If I remember that, uh, device. I mean, everything's so daggum small. (laughs) That's what I'm feeling right about now. I have reading glasses, unfortunately.
1: I mean this usually this 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 thing is oh okay there it is. Um okay so there's a well I don't know if that's it or not. I mean because the green looks like a horseshoe laid at its side. Yeah,
0: that's the microphone or headphones.
1: Okay, and the yellow, okay, so that's maybe that's my problem and the yellow looks like a like or an orange on, on mine looks like a uh padlock that's over on its side does that
0: that sounds about right I, right i haven't used one of those because i'm going through my uh mixer or well currently i'm going through the microphone I've got- hey same one i have those are just some of the
1: yeah i've got one of those too i just have to figure out how to how to set it up I think- and i just
0: lost your audio And once again, the old farts can't figure out tech. we'll just we'll work on that uh work on that for next week awesome yeah it takes a while to tune it uh, get it tuned um so hi how was the game um
1: <laughs> the game was good um we uh i we actually saw a comeback victory for the mavericks it was uh it's pretty awesome
0: yeah i can i mean that? uh
1: you know, it was uh, it was one of these deals where uh, their uh, their big stud is Luka Doncic, and he didn't play, and so I kind of went in there with very low expectations. And um, you know, they uh, they handled up on their business. They had uh, they had one guy their their point guard scored like forty one points. Uh, if that's not his uh, career high game ever, it's certainly his career high playoff game. And then um, another guy went out and who hadn't really been shooting well from outside of uh, about the last four weeks of the season, he goes out and he shoots eight of 11 from three points. So, I mean, it was just, it was just one of these things that uh, came in with very low expectations and it was just, it was amazing because they kind of pulled away in the last two minutes and was, uh, and, and they won by three. So it was, uh, um, you know, the, the hope was, is that, um, you know, Luca was injured and he would come back and um, that would be the, um, you know, the, uh, uh, I guess, I guess the impetus to uh, go ahead and, and finish the rest of it out. And, uh, and while they did win game three in Utah, Utah came back. And I watched it yesterday. It was like, man, what a game. And uh, what a, what a frustrating game too, because it's like, some of these ref crews that the uh, NBA puts out, it's just, it's just hard to figure out what, what kind of game they're calling. I mean, you know, sometimes they, they let them play. And sometimes just the, uh, you know, just, I call them neighborhood fouls. It's like, you know, somebody's in the neighborhood, so they're going to get a foul called on them. So they lost, they lost by two uh, yesterday. So the series is all tied up. Um, So we may have tickets for game seven, um, which would be, I think, uh, I think the next game is tomorrow, and uh, that would be Friday. So,
0: eh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, uh,
1: hopefully we have to go again.
0: Yeah, hopefully they'll. Uh, the Warriors are playing today, I think. Uh, I do not remember. Hey, sport. Yeah, they're playing today, and they could sweep it today. Oh, Golden State. Yep. Who are they playing? The Nuggets or or. Yeah, Denver Nuggets. Twelve thirty oh we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get out of here by then uh, uh, more likely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so am, uh, I'm, I'm while you're talking i am literally trying to pull up that story i posted on facebook and it is proving to be not wanting to be found ah hmm. uh, saved there we go if i go to the right there that's what i wanted um, well you kind of froze up on me then i don't, what was the story about uh, it was, it was a Facebook, one of the dad groups, uh, I forget which one it was, but regardless, uh, basically say, Hey guys, my oldest keeps staying up late on his phone and it is starting to affect school and his morning routine. Oh man. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Does anybody know of any parental control apps for the internet? Change the password, changing the password and collecting devices is getting annoying. Just want something I can monitor and set time cutoffs. <laughs> What's up? Any any injuries yet? <laughs> and yeah, my kids are unloading. Uh, my got some paper bricks from my mother-in-law's uh, property, and I'm using them as edging. And they're unloading in the back of my truck as I'm doing this. Do you want to come say hi? He doesn't bite. He's in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so so just- <laughs> my, com- my comment was, um, who pays the bill? who's in charge, take the phone away. It'll be hard to do. I've had to do it. A close friend of mine had his daughter sharing inappropriate things with her phone. Her father is a juvenile correctional officer. Do the math. Wow. And then as I'm going back and forth, I said, and I thought just that just came to me. I haven't been a technology person for a long time. We as parents have got to stop using technology to change behavior and to monitor, but instead be a parent and parent in capital letters are kids. Technology and grace has many uses and has many uses in the betterment of sight but what is lousy for parent-child relationships. <laughs> so I looked at this going, You're 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 trying to argue with a teenager. You pay the damn bill. Take it away. Um wow. I can yeah.
1: <laughs> I can uh I have a very personal and very uh very satisfying experience with that whole thing too i mean um you know i i really didn't know if uh if my son my my older son um his first girlfriend uh they met when they were 15 and uh you know it was one of those i i guess maybe back in our day or back in my day it was kind of like the uh the old Brooke shields movie endless love you know it's uh yeah, I'm I'm going, going way back, going. Yeah, well, Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Brooke Shields didn't get quite as much skin exposed in uh, Endless Love, but it was kind of the same thing. You know, it was kind of a modern day Romeo and Juliet. And, and you know, what's what's interesting is if your kids have not had that experience yet, for you, watch it when it comes because you will just think that um, you know you've you've raised someone who. Uh, it, it was somebody feral that you brought in off the off the streets my son got so uh wrapped up you know his first first girlfriend and first excitement and all that stuff and they like to text and talk all the time and <clears throat> it uh it never occurred to me to put uh technological controls on it because um you know, I asked him to not do it, and gave him every every, every opportunity to, um, you know, kind of do the right thing and shut it down. And I'm kind of a late night guy too. I usually go to bed about eleven. Oh, same here. You know, when when he was, when he was still, uh, uh, texting to all hours of the night during the week. I mean, it showed up because I think I may have mentioned last last time. I was the morning carpool driver, you know? oh, yes. I, so I had to get kids up to up out of bed and and you know kid kid needs his eight hours kid needs probably ten hours to be honest um, and he wasn't getting it, and it was plainly obvious that you know he was sleep deprived and um so finally it it just occurred to me that uh, you know maybe maybe if there was a technology solution, I might have. Might have chosen, but I decided to be the parent. And like you said, and all I said was, okay, we're starting a new reg- regime around here. Yeah. Uh between Sunday night and Thursday night. You're gonna give me that phone at 10 o'clock. And you won't have access to it until the morning, like Probably. eight in the morning. And you know, and you said, Why? It's like, well, because I know you're you're talking to your girlfriend all hours of the night they're not girlfriend they're not together anymore so I'll just say Anna um you're talking to Anna you know all hours of the day and night he says uh-uh I said this is this is the other thing that 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 really uh I I I really felt good about it's like oh really let me show you these uh let me show you this bill
0: yeah and it just showed
1: I mean his his phone had about eight pages of bill uh, of text text yeah it's like you're not that smart. You're 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 book smart, but you're not street smart.
0: I I, I have the bill. Go away. <laughs> and, and it's like I said,
1: look at these timestamps. Look at these timestamps. Oh, you, you know, they do that. Yeah, they do.
0: <laughs> they used to. They don't do it anymore. Well, I mean,
1: I wish they did, because oh, yeah. I mean that's taken a big, a big uh uh you know, a big weapon out of our arsenal. But you what? know what, Mike, you know the funniest thing, and I'll I'll turn it over to you just a second. Sure. I want to get this point out while I'm thinking about it the funniest thing about it was that he was he was embarrassed that he got caught in you know, in a minor lie and you know that's okay and i so, said well you know um you're you know i'm your parent i have to make sure you get out to school and you can perform as best as possible during that time at school so this is why i'm doing it you're not in trouble but you know you need your sleep and says so, okay you would not believe the pushback i got from anna and her mother I mean it was like I was trying to keep these two apart and I didn't like her and it's like wow you know um and and it really came down to a couple I'm serious I'm serious it was like wow like you know you you gotta stay in your lane mom um you know and uh uh it it was just a real eye-opener there because nobody's going to be a bigger advocate for your child than you are
0: Oh, hell no. so,
1: you got know, it. You got to just put them liners on and you just, you know, you and your wife got to make sure that you're aligned on these things and, you know, you do what you need to do. And that's what needed to happen in my case.
0: Yeah. Well, with me, I've got, <laughs> I've got a teenager. Uh, she, <laughs> believe it or not, she's actually not as rebellious as a lot of people think teenagers should be. I should be worried, but, uh, she has, on numerous occasions, I'm probably counting on one hand, been come downstairs, no phone in her hand, and I'm like, wait a minute, my wife and her looking at each other, going, is she sick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, and she's she's pretty good. She's she's active. You know, I don't have to worry about, um, you know, she she's not dating right now, but that's that's her choice. I'm not gonna. I don't care. You know, if she wants a date, she's just going to know what the rules are as I'm, you know, reassembling sure. my shotgun. Um, <laughs> sorry, can I say that out loud? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and you know, but she understands that I pay the bill and I can not take that phone and you're not going to win. I, I haven't had a reason to take the phone because she's been relatively smart. Uh, the only reason she actually got one was she was in a organization called Rainbow and it's it's a, for females. yeah Yeah. and she was away from the house you know and i didn't want her to have to rely on somebody else for communication and some people kind of like well why'd you do that like i'm like uh because um and my my two sons keep on asking me going when are we going to get our phones i'm like when there's a need (laughs) you don't need them i mean and i
1: that's, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I mean, what, what is your perception of the, the right time to have a, um, have a phone?
0: Well, if, if the boys are they're in elementary school now, so I, I, I keep on getting calls from one of or not calls, but uh, my, one of my sons keeps on coming, like they're, one of their classmates has like a, the latest iPhone 13. I'm looking, I'm going, a 10-year-old has a $1,500 phone. My wife would shoot me if I did that to one of my kids, wouldn't you? (laughs) She she said she pleads the fifth. Um, (laughs) um, She didn't say it didn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) no pictures of it didn't happen. Um, You know what I, I did when I talked to my wife, she and I both sat down and agreed that because she was out and about and going to different places, either out of the city, out of the county, she needed something to you know, for emergencies. The boys literally go to school and they come home. I li- I, I kid you not, they, the school's literally behind my house. So they're not going far and they're not going places with their friends. And I told them, you wanna go, I'll take you. I mean, go, I, I have no issues, but most of the people I hang out with are local, but it's hard to say my perspective on when somebody should have one Obviously, when they show responsibility is one of the things I look for. And the need's another, and, and 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 age. It's like, I don't think somebody at the age of, and each circumstance is different. At the age of 10, I don't think kids need phones. OK, is the back of the truck cleared out? Excuse me a second, wait. OK, that's it. That's all I needed. Um and but i don't i honestly there i don't think there's any one right answer but the, the parents buying from my perspective parents buying them have got to be prepared <laughs> <laughs> have got to be prepared for the consequences when you give them a phone um, well let me, mean,
1: we, let me ask you this i mean and 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 it's only because um, <laughs> I, I mean a tangent i i I think I may have said that my mom is is in a um, assisted living fa- a memory care facility because she has Alzheimer's and she used to um, get really angry with me because she didn't have a phone and there's no way I was
0: going to give her a smart. And we're frozen because she'd lose it and <laughs> I ended up getting, um, getting flip phones. And and yeah. sure enough,
1: I mean, she would lose those. And of course we'd find them like in a box of crackers in one, in one case. Um, but um, putting that, putting that aside, I mean, I, you know, I could see if there was a need to be in touch with somebody. Yes. I mean, at least, at, at least for uh, emergencies. I mean, why not get them a, why not get him a flip phone? And, and you know, it's like, you're, you're, you're putting the, um, you're putting it out there that you trust them with a phone. You're just not saying, I trust you with a $1,500 smartphone.
0: Oh, hell yeah. And, and, and yeah, sorry.
1: (laughs) And, and if, and if, uh, and, and to go back to my other story about the texting, well, you know how it, how it is on the, on the old flip phones, you have to press three times to get Uh to the right letter. And, you know, to me, that would have been a great deterrent to, uh, having, uh, <laughs> to having them text all night. I mean, it's like the fact that that they had iPhones and stuff, and this is just maybe about 10 years ago. Um, you know, I I think that maybe the right thing for me to have done, uh, you know, again, I can't re- rewind the clock, but I mean, I wish we had this conversation 10 years ago. I would have I would have said, Hey, I'm gonna let you text all you want. Here's your flip. <laughs> you
0: yeah. know, um, well, you know, my kids play games. Um, I, and I, you know, like I said, it it, for me, I'm going to probably get them when they're, you know, 12, 13, 14, right in that range. I I think that as far as age, they're at that point, they're in junior high transitioning over to high school. They're going to have a way they want us something to communicate. I still have a landline they can use, but just can't text with it. Um, but, but on the, on the technology side, get kind of back to that Facebook article. I actually, I got two stories, which one was kind of a little irritating but i'll explain why but i put stops on the i basically shut the internet off on all their devices i've got a, a system in place where i literally at i think seven either eight seven thirty or eight i gotta look i don't remember the schedule i literally put a hard stop where it shuts it, it pauses all the devices so the only thing they can do is play games that doesn't require an internet connection. It solves kind, it partially solves the problem, but it, it's what you know. It's the only thing I can do to keep them from getting access to the internet. Um, and a lot of people look at me. Well, that's not fair. I'm like, Here's what I found. oh, shut up, Siri. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know of any other way to do it. I can pull the power plugs. I can pull the cords so they can't charge your devices. I, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I can be evil both ways. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I do on my end. I don't necessarily, you know, I don't need an um, a electronic monitor. I guess you can call that electronic monitoring, but they need their sleep. Yeah. Eight o'clock, I think it's fair. Go read a book. <laughs> um, and one of the things that, you know, to this day irritated me is um, when my, I initially, I'm on in the uh, Apple, uh, Atmos- atmosphere, the Aco, Apple ecosphere, and my daughter's on her phone. My wife's got an Android. And uh, when I originally got my daughter her phone, it was an iPhone. So that's what she wanted, and I got one relatively inexpensively. Yeah. I, not to seem creepy, but I wanted to monitor what text she was sending or receiving, and my sister looked at me going that's kind of creepy you want to know what's going on yes i want to know what's going on in my daughter's life she's not yours she's mine so yeah. and or or you can get to the point where i brought up and like you know that my friend uh, had his daughter send inappropriate things my guess i see the parenting aspect of it and i see the electronic capability something was dropped in both both arenas but still yeah. he did what he had to do to take care of the situation but yeah I just like take it away you know let them suffer let them earn it back that's
1: you know that's that's real curious I mean you know I I told you about the uh, the girlfriend's mom who who, yeah uh, who kind of took me to task and I I basically had the same thing you know it's like you know um, he's not your son he's mine Um, you can you can have any kind of comment you want but you know, at the end of the day, I'm the one who's, who's going to be responsible for them, not you. Um, so stay in your lane. Um, that's really interesting that, uh, that a, a family member of yours, uh, though, uh, called you out on that was, I mean, I'm I'm sort of curious about the, uh, the circumstances about that is just the, that they just felt there's a a right to privacy that uh, uh Super key, you need to know what's going on in our life or probably
0: or and she has she is so she's five years older than i am and her two boys probably didn't have i mean the one was born in 2000 i was born in 2000 in 1996 so they're mm-hmm. right in that time frame where there wasn't so much electronic yeah. Where it started to kind of ramp up to where, you know, yeah, all started. 2007 was when the iPhone came out. Right. So I think she was, you should know what's going on with your kids. I'm like, I do. But I also don't want, I want to make sure that something's not getting sent that she doesn't need, know how to handle, my daughter. Yeah. And, you know, and I I can see my sister's perspective too was that it was a slight invasion of privacy. I'm like, I I get it. I I see where her perspective is. But once again, I don't want something because there's actually been, I have to look it up, you know, kind of some of my mindset thinking back was whatever is posted on that phone isn't the responsibility of the person that has possession of the phone. It's the person who pays the bills. Yeah. So if anything happens, it's on me, not my daughter. And then that's that's just it. Like there was a it kind of a go back to a, a, a I think it was it Texas? I think a state around you, round you was that incident that where that kid got a hold of the gun and the parents are being prosecuted. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, score.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's the thing. You know, it's there is responsibility that is uh, um you know, at least, at least in a few, few remaining situations, um, you know, it's unfortunate that it would take, you know, something like this to point it out. It's like, there's so many things, there's so many uh, groups out there that are trying to take away parents' rights and, you know, uh, supersede the wishes of parents in, in various arenas. Um, But yet, again in in the case of cyberbullying and you're oh, yeah. right in the case of of uh, firearms i mean yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty established law here in texas it's like you are responsible for those firearms that are registered to you and and you know yeah. and if you know unfortunately some some child gets into it and you know can yeah. somehow put a clip in and you know cycle it back and you know it's it's tragic but it happens all the time it's just like people it's just like you know here's the thing I don't get I mean it's like you know every year around here in Dallas uh, particularly uh, we have so many so many single parent households that um, you know don't have anything for their kids to do in the summer and it's tragic how many kids die in in swimming pools drowning just simply because you know, it's, it's little brother, big brother, or little sister, you know, whatever, but these are kids and there's no adult supervision. The parent has to work. And inevitably once, once summer starts till they go back to school. I mean, you see terrible, tragic stories about these, these, these kids that, you know, just, you know, just want to cool off, you know, it's like nobody's there to protect them. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think there should be more of that. Um, another perfect example i mean how many how many kids are found in hot cars or dogs or cats found in hot cars that unfortunately end up passing away because either the windows are tinted and can't see them or they just stayed in there too long and they just yeah you saw it's it's real easy in texas in the summertime
0: yeah california california's got some hot weather too
1: so of course of course course it does so it's so, i mean yeah parental responsibility then you should be able to define what your level of responsibility is and you know um and what your child should be and there should be i think a defined line between it and so good good for you for um, for i mean because what you're doing is you're protecting your kids because there's all kinds of terrible people out there online you know that
0: oh yeah <clears throat> yeah absolutely so i mean that that's just that's just my view. Uh, but, and it, it, you know, it was the, the lack of responsibility has been around a lot longer, bef- lot, long before phones were invented. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, so a lot of people are blaming it on phones and I'm like, yeah, look, I survived drinking water from a hose, no car seats, right in the back of trucks. Yeah. I still have my mental faculties and no broken bones score. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's, 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 again, <laughs> You know the other thing that wasn't back there in those days, and it was just like, you know, you're you're not that much younger than me. And it's we didn't have a media out there that was that was jumping on every every accident, everything that happened. I, I'm sure there were accidents like that that happened all the time. You just didn't hear about them all.
0: Oh yeah. And now
1: it's like you've got you've got so many, you know, networks, and then everybody with a cell phone is thinks they're a a, a news reporter, and it's like, you know, and of course. mainstream media just looks at it like wow we've got all these people on the ground doing our work for us you know (laughs) we don't have to have as many people yeah uh, walking the beat so to speak to get the stories i mean people are bringing the stories to us so that that to me is a a a big reason why you see so much tragedy on the news these days it's uh it's kind of a point where i just don't even watch the news it's just
0: uh, i i sometimes i I you know i i said my my mother it passed away back in October. Like I said, and I remember probably for the last, Oh God, five years. I stopped sitting in the same room as my mother because all she would ever do was watch the same news over and over again on repeat. I'm like, I cannot sit here. I need stimulation. And I'd go take a nap where I wouldn't have stimulation, but at least I didn't have to see her the same old crap all over and again. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's what she wanted to do. the both both my parents were homebodies. That's what they did when they watched the news or watched TV. All them like, I I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't. I I'm way I'm way too active for that kind of you know mentality. But yeah, the mainstream media hasn't helped. And then they take what they do. And I, there was an article. I think it came back. I don't know if it was the George Floyd incident. There was another, I, I can't remember what it was, but there was a, where NBC actually edited the, fu- the video to paint their narrative instead of offering the whole video. So that's the problem I have with the mainstream media is you've got these people that are recording on the phones but want to fight people, fight, you know, not getting that information out via warrants. They want to, they want to get a warrant. You just took the picture. Yeah. Like, I understand privacy, the whole narrative, Fourth Amendment, whatever. But it's like, don't, and that's what just because they post it, they change it to their narrative. They don't put the whole picture out, and that's it. Just, that just drives me nuts.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's been cases on both sides of the, of the spectrum. I mean, you know, you think of the you think of the the fellow that was in um, uh, Minnesota. I, I forget what his name was. Not George Floyd, but. There was a there was another guy that uh, I guess was uh, his girlfriend was live streaming when the police uh, pulled him over and you know and then all of a sudden you see the shooting happen and no worse and and that you know and I, I think universally both of those were were shown in full both both I, I mean I'm I, when I say mainstream media I want to be clear I mean, I mean both I mean both yeah liberal it is what it is whatever um, and you know where, where i noticed that uh that there was a kind of a lack of context was um you know that that thing with nicholas sandman uh in uh, in dc um you know with the uh, the confrontation that uh, the uh, the indian guy with the with the with the um uh the drum you know kind of getting in his face and you know, everybody would just you know and and when you see the context of the of the entire video you see that the the fellow playing the drum the the native american activist i mean he's actually walking towards them he's walking to them and getting in their face and all you see on on one side of the one side of the yeah. uh, the the position is just you know just this uh this this kid that's just kind of standing his ground and just kind of made you know, kind of look like a smug kid you know maybe a little bit of a punchable face i don't know and he was wearing a maga hat so i mean of course that was you know three strikes and he's out but now he's he's about to collect some big money from cnn because it's just exactly what you said yeah people people don't want to um want to uh broadcast the whole story and see and, and let people make up their own minds
0: which well, yeah, is, it's, is a dangerous thing yeah and it's and it's <clears throat> I, I've told the kids, especially with doing any kind of research or, you know, what they see in the news, hear from the teachers, you know, this, that, or the other. I'm like, great, take what the teachers, the instructor, what, the, what you're given, you know, either reading books or otherwise, and go confirm it somewhere else. Get the facts confirmed. I, I, my daughter and I were, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So back in junior high school, I was in I love science. I love astronomy. We had to be talking about the astronomy block, and I'm thinking back, and then my the teacher, nutty at nut case of a woman, but anyway, she quoted something about the asteroid belt, and I still remember to <laughs> this day. That and she come like she said something. I'm like, that doesn't sound correct. So instead of being a smug little shit, <laughs> I actually looked it up in the book and going, I'm looking at. Ashford. And I yeah. raised my hand and I corrected her. And one of my good friends who uh, lives up in Oregon says, He's right. You know, he made he did I didn't do it disrespectfully, but she kicked me out of class because I had the audacity to correct her. I'm yeah. like, so that reigns true. It's like just because you're told something does not mean it is factual and true. <laughs> you got to go look it up. And if you well, get three different sources yeah. that say the same thing, it's probably likely true. Well,
1: exactly. And and there is a um I think there's a tendency these days that um you know, we we're, we're all empowered with so much information at our fingertips. Um, you know, I can I can remember when I was maybe a little younger than than you uh, before I got in junior high. But one of my favorite things to do was go over to my grandparents' house uh, and um, and just sit and read through their set of encyclopedias. I mean, it was weird. <laughs> I, mean, I I just I tell you what, there are some things in Trivial Pursuit* that no one else knows because I found them in those old encyclopedia Brit- Britannica*s. But but nowadays it's it's almost like. Um, you know, there's, there's, I don't know if we're at capacity because of, of everything that uh, is available for us out there to consume uh, in terms of information and knowledge. And uh, we, we tend to, and and I, I mean, I really have to watch myself on this because, um, you know, I've been caught in things that, you know, I took the first thing that sounded logical and then found out, oh, there's a whole, there's a whole, Thing out there that, uh, uh, that I didn't even consider a whole con- context is so, is so important. And, and um, the, uh, the idea that, uh, you know, sometimes it's discouraged to, uh, to not accept the first thing that, uh, that we're told. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and I mean, I, I think, I think to your point, there's, there's a respectful way to, to challenge authority. Um, and, and again, I would never tell either of my kids to not speak up if there's something that you believe is wrong, but, you know, at least have some, some, um, some idea of why you're saying it's wrong as opposed to just spouting. Yeah. You know, off talking points, you may have heard somebody else, somebody else do research, you know, be convinced of, of what you're, of what you're talking about before you go trying to make a, uh. <laughs> trying to make a case against uh, against someone else.
0: Well, that's just shit, but the, I mean, I was just, I, I just some of the, even even teaching, you know, I was actually in a Zoom meeting with my uh, philosophy instructor yesterday, and uh, he made some kind of, just the way people think, it's a critical thinking or a critical thinking course, and it's what I'm trying to instill in the kids. Well, he made the analogy of when he was teaching in a traditional come-to-classroom type of Scenario, he had 90% students. They're all, they had to come, they were students. And then since he switched over to online, he's got 90% of learning adults. Yeah. And he, he, ha- he basically said <clears throat> he had to change his teaching style to go kind of adjust to what, the, you, what your audience is where okay. you can't you can't judge on a traditional like you know if somebody's in a classroom you can go to the instructor going hey I, I don't understand this can you explain it and then you go from this where he's online he's got how many students all doing online and i i commend him for doing the job he's doing but there's nobody he can there's no way he can do and control everything and feedback every student give feedback to every student or whatever it is so he's had to adjust and go hey if you can argue effectively you'll get some points back for getting something that the computer deemed wrong hmm. so he's adjusted his way of you know allowing people to think and not just he he's not giving in to like you just said the first thing you're told he wants the argument you know thinking about it critically and i i you know he was also and he he kind of picked up on me. So I, when I went to the police academy a few years ago, it was ingrained in us that you really don't have ultimate time to think about making a decision. You have to kind of make the decision with what you have at hand. And then unfortunately, you've got the legal system that has months and months and years and years to tear it apart and throw you in jail. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but
1: but don't you think that's maybe a little bit, again, contextually, um, you don't necessarily have a. Uh, and, and if I may, if you're if you're referring to like maybe a beat officer that's uh, that's coming into a situation that may or may not require deadly force. I mean,
0: that would be uh, the grumpy fourteen-year-old. <laughs> 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 it's all right. It's all good.
1: <laughs> I've survived uh, worse, <laughs> um, but yeah. Getting back to to your comment about the uh, ab- about you know not having the uh, the ability to make uh, make these uh, make these uh, uh, decisions with with all the available information. That's uh, you know I think I think it's situational as well,
0: isn't it? Oh yeah, so definitely.
1: You're you're not. I mean, <laughs> I mean again. I, I don't know what, what situation it might have it might have uh, been the example that uh, that was uh, was coming out in the academy uh, situation, but um, certainly if you're if you're investigating a crime and there's someone in a <laughs> someone in a home with a gun and maybe maybe uh, holding people hostage, I mean, you know, you've got you maybe got some
0: time to go. Oh yeah, yeah it, it, everything's so, definitely situational. It just, you know, when you've got a you know, for lack of a better term a hot call, you you're you're involved in somebody's you know, a guy pointing a gun at you or whatever, you've got to react and you don't have the, the all the time to think critically about the situation. She so have so you have to rely on what you've been trained to do. Yeah. Um and unfortunately when you've got people that you What you do, you, as an officer, you do what you're trained to do, and then you've got the lawyers that pick it apart, and, you know, you, you think you're justified, just kind of use it, you think you're justified in shooting somebody, and then some other video or whatever pops up, it's like, you weren't justified, he dropped the gun, I'm going, I didn't see him drop the gun, I, you know, it's all you know, on the fly, and it just, that's it, what irritates me about mainstream media. They just want to, getting back to that, where they want to focus it on their narrative to, you know, make their them look good and the cop look bad. And it's like, oh, for God's sake, can you show the whole story, please? <laughs> well, I, you know,
1: i that's the thing. It's, uh, I mean, the you know, people are just uh, so conditioned to seeing these uh, action movies where, you know, somebody can, you know, wing somebody in the arm or 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 <laughs> bend out of their hand or or hit some of those people, guys. yeah, but you know you know what it's it's uh, you know one of the reasons i I like Yellowstone so much, the show, I haven't is, gotten into it well mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it takes a little while but um but again, it's, you know here I'm in Texas. i mean we're we're big cowboy culture and that kind of thing, and boots and boot scooting and all of but um but the the thing it's, it's a pretty violent show. And, and what it also shows is that, you know, kind of what law enforcement, you know, in, in that situation up there, but it's, it's very consistent with what the training is that I've, I've uh, not haven't taken personally, but I happen to know several, uh, several Dallas police officers and I happen to know the, the head of the Dallas police department uh, union um, through uh, civic organizations. And we actually had a conversation. It's like, you know you hear about police officers training police officers training i said what does that mean what does that mean mike his name's mike actually <laughs> but <laughs> Great um name. he says he says you know you know this this idea that one shot and you drop them one shot work it's 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 a fantasy you are trained to go center mass and put as much as you can uh-huh. right on top of it i mean because again a, 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 a nine millimeter isn't necessarily going to stop a big guy unless you, you shotgun won't in.
0: even stop a big guy depending
1: I, you know and so it's a sad fact of life but you know if somebody <laughs> if somebody is going to draw down on a cop i mean they're usually going to lose and they're usually going to lose big <laughs> yeah, and like, I find uh, it. like you like you said the lawyer is going to say um wow did you really need to did you really need to put?" eight slugs into the guy. It's like, well, you know, that's my training. You know, I'm, I'm very proficient in, in the training. And, you know, if, uh, if they want to train me to try and do this, uh, do this pinpoint stuff, um, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't come across the academy, uh, the academy yet. And, and that's the thing, you know, and again, kind of goes back to the whole, whole thing about, you know, everybody's got a camera, everybody's a, a reporter. And again, you're going to see things that, you know, on, on the surface are just going to look, you know, terrible and, and way excessive. But again, it's like you said, if you don't see the entire context, if you don't see the, I mean, okay, last one, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example of Jacob Blake in Milwaukee. Um, you know, as he's walking to the car and stuff, he's carrying a machete, you know, and I don't know the situation, you know, other than, you know what was reported, but um, seems like he could have dropped that if he was really interested in in deescalating a situation. But when he didn't, he got shot in the back, and it's like you know again, does a cop have to wait for somebody to actually take a swing at him with a machete, or yes. you know you're, you're, you're well, <laughs>
0: That's evidently what people this, want him to do.
1: Well, I, I I understand that, but again, when when you see somebody do what appears to be a turn with the weapon in their hand um he may have just been trying to turn to get into his car but you know if if he's not dropping the weapon he turns to do whatever you don't know what they're going to do and yeah i'm not it's- saying it's right i'm just saying i understand the um the uh the the lack of information in in that moment uh typically leads to um you know a non-desirable outcome for somebody. And and usually it's both, both people end up suffering.
0: Yeah, well, so about nine years ago, I'm pretty sure you heard of it, you know, the, uh, back there, it was all over the news, uh, Andy Lopez, the, the shooting out here. It's a 13 year old kid. And I found out more information by, via other sources that his, Parents, he got suspended from school, if I remember the information correctly, and the parents didn't do anything. So he's carrying around a my a R-15 replica. Like with the, and I don't know, I don't I can't remember the story. I think it may or may not have the orange tip. I don't remember. So gets reported, deputies show up and light him up because he wouldn't yeah. comply. And it was just I'm like I kind of looked at based on my training, I probably would have done the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, knowing you know the, the the deputy had former military and you know and some other training and like if he's formed the military he would have known how, what the damage of that AR or the uh, not the AR the AK forty seven can do, and he unfortunately killed, shot and killed a thirteen year old. I feel sorry for the family. I feel sorry for the deputy. He's got to live with that. But yeah. it's like, what if what if these people just don't understand what in, in a situation like that, you don't know what the kid's going to do or what even, the, not a kid, but what the adult's going to do. Yeah. Y- you have no idea. And then and that just is what what's upsetting is they want to just blame, you know, the cop. They should have winged him, Like you said, I'm like, you can't, that's not how they're trained. No. So. That's not how they're trained.
1: <laughs> and and you know, people, and, and you know, um, I don't know that we meant to get into a big debate about
0: policing in, in America,
1: but I mean- um, It's
0: part of, it gets a part of what's going on.
1: Well, yeah, it is a part of what's going on, but I mean, people need to take a long, hard look about, you know, what, people need to look past their own, own, their own front door. Yes. when it when it comes when it comes to that, because um, you know we can we can debate about whether or not uh, uh, police training should be changed. Changed, it probably should. Um, are there the way I look at it is there's bad people in jobs all over the place. It doesn't necessarily make every every pilot a bad pilot just because there's some some bad pilots in their, in their midst, uh, anymore that makes, uh, all police are bad because there's some bad policemen in their midst. Now, I'm <laughs> now, now saying that as a white, white man, I know that that kind of brings some additional, uh, yo, yeah, oh yeah, but I mean, perhaps, perhaps, but again, I, I, you know, I've, I've been pulled over before and it's like, you know, I, I, I put my hands on the wheel. Oh, I wait, no so do I. I wait, I wait for the police officer to come and, and uh, I'll leave my window halfway rolled down and I just say, you know, you tell me what to do.
0: Yeah, it was, I, it, I, got, I got pulled over too, you know, armed. I was an armed security officer and I got pulled over and, you know, everything was on my right hand side. Yeah. The wallet was in the back right pocket. I looked at the cop. I said, look, dude, my hands are right here. My wallet's in the back, my back right pocket. So is my gun. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, but and that and that's just it's always white cop versus you know you the black people. Black person. I'm like, oh for Christ's sakes, people, uh, let's quit doing the narrative. Anyway, little comedy for you. Talk about you know one and done on shooting somebody. So apparently in Florida, go figure. <laughs> there was a guy that was had fired, fired at officers. Huh. And then, and it, was, it wasn't just general officers, they were SWAT officers. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Shot the guy 68 times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, well, the coroner, I was cracking up when I was watching, you listen to this. So, coroner report, this is just his Facebook, so take it for what it was. But it's actually an article. So when asked, asked by a reporter how that could be, since there were sixty-eight bullet wounds in his body, he simply replied, "Best quote ever." When you get when you're shot sixty-eight times, you're generally going to die. <laughs> I was cracking up.
1: I wonder if that's I wonder if that's the same one who said um, words to the effect of um, you know uh, you know somebody. Comes here looking to um, to cause mayhem or something in my community. I probably we're, was.
0: We're definitely going to arrange for you to meet God as soon as possible. You yeah. know, it's like I, I'm just like, but I mean, there's comedy like this, and the sheriff deputy is like, or the sheriff of the county is going, "Oh wow, okay, I want to piss that sheriff off." Anyway. So, but that was just—it was just funny. I, I didn't wear you right we to me to get a debate on police, police stuff. But I was just God, some dude. of this stuff. It, it, it all—it all goes together. It's what Mike. What I mean, your kids are obviously adults, but they're still dealing with it. And I don't know if you're a grandfather yet, but no, no. But my kids are growing up in this kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And you know, I, I've got one that is curious. He—he's curious about guns but mine are all locked up and I'm like he is I just want to take a like a yardstick and smack his hand some days but he keeps on trying to get into my safe And I'm like stop those are it's secured for a reason yeah
1: and, and don't don't ever think that you can ever relax oh no never I mean the, I, the, I don't the time you relax is and, and, you know, here's the thing i you know, I'm, I've got some, I've got some guns and they're registered and they're securely stored. Um, you know, the best thing, you know, I, I know people kind of go back and forth, but if you've heard about the concept of smart guns, I mean, it makes, a lot, makes a lot of sense, you know, oh, yeah. like, a, like a thumbprint sensor and a, a retina scan or something. Now in, in, in practice, I mean that's pretty impractical with given all the millions of guns that are out there that are not smart, if you will. Yeah, I but I think for I think for home defense, I mean it makes a lot of sense because
0: oh, it does. Um, you know, it, it, it does. I, I you know, I the kid, my kid is curious, and I'll be more when he can. I've already flat out told him it's like, when you can effectively listen, I'll be more than happy to take you out to the range yeah but until that happens you are not shooting things downrange. Yeah. not happening um i remember and they don't
1: they don't have bb guns or anything like that either
0: uh they haven't really shown an interest in it just the ones that go boom boom
1: <laughs> well again i i mean that you know when when i was a kid i mean you know we all had bb guns and stuff but you know nowadays it's like uh i would uh, you know i would not even let my kids uh I think, I think my kids were probably among the last generations that had any sort of toy guns, uh, yeah, just simply have because, Nerf guns. Well, I mean, Nerf guns. Yeah. But, but anything that looks any, any kind of replica gun that looks like it could actually be like you say, in that situation mm-hmm. where, you know, somebody rolls up and they see it and, you know, has to make a split second decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not doing that anymore, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was just curious. I mean, you, you answered the question, but my question was going to be is uh, if your son is so curious about these uh, these these guns that you have, I mean, have you talked to him about, you know, learning how to handle one? It sounds oh, like yeah. you Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is a cop, so uh, in, every time, you know, he's got friends over, he's... You know, I, I don't really like his mentality on some things. He's got to show off the collection. I'm going, really? It's <laughs> just really i get it he's got some cool stuff um but anytime the safe his safe gets unlocked my my son is wanting to go in there and he handles them and i've shown him the minute you pick up a gun i don't care who gives it to you check it make sure it's empty yep. yeah. clear it you know make sure you're, you're checking to see if it's not loaded and sure. then you hand it back the way you get it handed to you mm-hmm. um but yeah no he he's i've handled guns around with them. My wife is always asking me when I pull when I, I was messing with one of them, putting some uh, uh, accessories on it. And she goes, "Is that thing unloaded. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't handle it if it wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah. But he'll get there. I, I have no problem with him learning it. But it, it's just I just getting back to all this. These kids are just bombarded, like you said earlier the kids are bombarded by so much information that it's hard to pick out what's factual and what is, what the heck was that? Um, And that's why I try and tell the kids, it's like, you need to double check stuff, just plain and simple double check stuff.
1: Well, and, and, you know, you talked about games on phones and stuff. I mean, um, you know, some of these games, these, uh, these first person shooter games and stuff and, and then Grand theft auto and stuff it, it's um, i don't play those things just because it's it's just mindless to me um you know but my older son plays and it's like I, i've asked him in the past you know do you ever <laughs> i mean do you ever uh just sort of sort of think that uh that real life real life guns and what have you or are, are just you know like like these video game guns and he says oh no no it's just this is just a diversion it's just entertaining." Well, yeah and it's so that 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 makes me feel good but i mean i i, I always encourage when my when my sons come into town if they want to go the if they want to go the range with me i mean I'd, I'd love to take them and you know i'll i'll pay for a pay for a class for them to you know learn how to handle a gun properly because uh, neither of them are near them are gun owners and but um, but yeah, uh, it's it's uh, I think it's a life skill and, it is. and again, it's it's one of these things that uh, you know I wish I didn't feel like I needed to have protection, but um, you know and I don't carry out I don't carry out in the city or something but you know it's uh,
0: you know it's legal to carry it's legal concealed it, carry rub no. it in just just rub it in I see how it is. <laughs> No, I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just saying I'm kidding. Texas, California. No. uh, Oh. Hey, come on out, man. Come on out. (laughs) No, I know. I'm just I hate California some days. Well, you know. No, I know Uh, you're not rubbing
1: it in. I'm just like, I I mean, you know, there's there's a lot not to like about Texas too. I mean, but you know, again, would I, I I don't think I'd like to live in California. I love the state. I love I love all the opportunities to, you know, be in nature and know the ocean and all that kind of stuff but my god it's just i mean and again this may be my bias of not seeing it you know with boots on the ground i just know that you know anytime i go to san diego i know i'm going to pay at least a buck more gallon for gas oh yeah and i know that that you know there's there's going to be other things i don't see that are that are kind of like "Hmm, okay But, yeah, <laughs> you know I love the state i I really do I just you know again, I don't think I'll ever go to l a or San Francisco again. I am friends I don't blame with, you in in Oceanside and san diego and i I still think those places are still relatively um safe and livable, and you know, funny, it may be because there's so many military there
0: I don't know, but you yeah. know. yeah, um I think because we've got let's see we've got. Not that it really means much. There's an armory in San, where I'm at. There's an armory in Petaluma, which is south of where I'm at. I think there's an uh, there's armories going up and down California above me. So, and Travis is in my Travis Air Force Base is in my backyard. So is Beale, where the uh, the U2 uh, is a couple hours away. Well, okay. So there's there's definitely a military presence up in this area, but I, most of it around here not have been here 40 years I can count on one that I remember I can count on one hand how many things have happened that were negative as far you know that kind of thing most of the stuff has been relatively low-key I like I said either you you know growing up either you're smoking weed drinking wine beer or you know going to the movies but (laughs) none of which I really wanted to do anyway um (laughs) But yeah, it's a nice area. I like it. My wife used to work for the parks up here. I think I mentioned that before. So did. it was, did. yeah. And it was, she would go, we'd go all over um, without any issues. But uh, I've never been to Texas. I know a friend of mine uh, is a cop out there, at Dallas County. Oh, okay. Uh, she's a, a sheriff deputy out there. Oh, okay. Um, she's the one I was the best man at her wedding for. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, but that's, yeah, that's it. I, there's a, a lot of stuff that I got to try and protect the kids from, or at least not protect them, but at least give them skills to survive. Yeah. Uh, and that's one thing that at the, and the media doesn't help with it any. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, the,
1: the sad thing is, is that, um, you can do your best to, um, to be that proactive parent and to kind of, kind of make it, um, you know, make things clear to your kids about, you know, how to treat people and how to, how to deal with situations. And then it's like, you never know what, you know, you know, when they get out of the house, it's like, you never know what the world's going to do. Oh yeah. Like for me, it's like, you know, uh, my younger son just got back earlier this week from a four month, stay in New York City and it's like he was on the Upper East Side and he was working he works for KPMG and he's in a he's in an internship he was in an internship then he's finishing up grad school at Ole Miss and then he's going to go join him probably in August, September Um, and again all this time while he was in school and he was saying oh I want to I want to live and work in New York City I'm like man that'd be awesome I wish I was I wish I was starting over and I was you and I could have that sense of adventure. And then all this stuff during the pandemic and just, you know, the, it just seems like, you know, it's getting more and more lawless by the day up there. And, you know, maybe, maybe because there's what 20 million people in the area now, it's like, maybe oh, wow. he just knows, you know, how to, how to kind
0: of
1: hot spots and navigate it. And maybe, uh, maybe I'm just, you know, overly concerned. But, you know, it's, again, the negative stuff is the stuff that, that leads the news or, mm-hmm. you know, in my case that, you know, the the new services that I get popping up on my screens and stuff. And it's, you know, it just seems like, it, you know, it's it's a tough, it's a tough environment to uh, put your kids out into. And I mean, I, I, that's anywhere you go. I mean, because yeah. just, it just seems like there's, you know, I don't know if my parents were afraid of, you know, what I was going into if they, if they were, they never let on, but boy, I, I, I admit it, man. It's like, you know, this is a, this is a crazy world that, that uh, my kids are going into. And I, I, don't, I hope it gets, I hope it gets more sane by the time you your, your start uh, going out in the world. But I mean,
0: wow. Well, it's funny. and <laughs> Maybe it was, I was reading too much into it, but you know, getting prepared, I, and it kind of ties into the single uh, single parent household is when I think I amazed some of my kids' teachers because I was actually going down and talking to the teachers, where in a traditional thing you usually see the mother or the wife deal with it. Oh yeah. And I kind of like you're an actual just the look of going you're an actual involved father. I'm like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just like I've,
1: I've, I've seen that look too because man I did the same thing and, and I remember when Patrick was in uh, was in uh, fourth grade I mean uh, you know I was the one that kind of went he he got sideways with the teacher. I mean you know it was uh, he he did something wrong and you know he got punished, but he was supposed to be uh, confined to the library, which for him that was his yeah, that was his happy place. So it was like he books, uh, yes, please. Yeah, books and compute more computers. I mean, he was helping the librarian with computers every day, and then um, he uh, he talked his way out onto the playground, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know they weren't supposed to let him out there. Well, he yeah he, he got in what I always called hockey fights. I mean, it's like he'd get in fights, and and someone else would throw the first puncher. So he'd say. But he's the one that always gets caught because he's uh-huh. the, the hockey fights, it's always the second person throwing the punch that seems to get the worst of it. But anyway, uh, you know, so I I you know I I made my presence known. It's like, okay, you let this this fourth grader
0: talk outsmart, you.
1: outsmart you, and yet you're gonna punish him. It's like, I don't think so.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And you know, they they wanted to suspend him. And it's like, you know, this is on you. And if you don't think I'm going to not take this to the superintendent, if you follow through with this, you, you, you're oh, yeah. He, he I, did get I, in school. He he got in school suspension, which was again more of a more of a a, 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 a you know you had to do something. But uh, they uh, I I think the thing was is that um, you know I, I I tended to handle a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. and and again it's not that I don't think my ex was was interested in it but I think she was she was interested in being liked I was interested in advocating for my kids and making sure that they weren't getting you know railroaded especially my oldest because he's got ADHD and he had impulse control things and he was he was actually uh they call it 504 I mean you get uh,
0: yeah it's kind of it's coming with my wife and some of her yeah. stuff yeah okay
1: so you know what I'm talking about, but, but the school district doesn't offer that stuff for you. You have to actually go kind of, kind of trap them and say, Hey, this is, this is why he, he needs it. So it, it wasn't like he was, he was acting out. It was a diagnosis and, you know, uh, but the, but again, yeah, a, a, an involved father, father, even in a suburban school like, like that, very rare. Very rare. It's mostly stay-at-home moms. It's mostly stay-at-home moms that take care of all that stuff. And I'm, you know, I I'd, I'd go to I'd go to all the all the things that the moms would go to just to, you know, just to kind of keep tabs on my kid. I mean, what? A well,
0: it's rather funny. My wife, on numerous occasions, has taken the bull by the horns and actually gone some gone and done something before I got a hold of people. Uh-huh. Because if I give you an option, this is just my bullheadedness and I admit I am a bull, have a, I'm a, got a hard-headed individual, but it's like, look, I'm going to find out what's going on, but if I don't like the answer I'm getting, you're going to have my boot print in your forehead. And I will go over people's heads and my wife is intervening going, yeah, you don't want dad involved. well
1: i i th- I think for i think in in my case, I think um this is one time where I let my my uh, physical presence kind of kind of do the talking a little bit i i don't I don't try to like you know unless unless it escalates and somebody escalates at first but i'm I'm six four I was about two sixty then and i I actually worked out a lot more than I do now, and it's just you know, I was just trying to you know, I just, you know, I didn't have my head shaved, but it was like, I would still kind of go in there and I'd kind of like, you know, maybe twitch a little bit or something, you know, just whenever I, you know, like, what? what? Used to <laughs> that And and just, just to kind of put some doubt that I might, yeah, might, might kind of get a little, a little twisted off as it were. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if that was fair. It was just sort of, um, you know, there were so many times I just wanted to say, you guys are insane. This is, this is, but that wouldn't do, that wouldn't do me any good. It wouldn't do my son any good. Um, And I really did just try to just try to say, look, you know, if he was wrong, that's fine. But in this case that I'm talking about, it's you, you it's you, you guys, you guys failed him. You let him out there. And he, you know, he, again, failed by the same people that he failed with before. And, you are not going to suspend him, not unless you're going to suspend the teacher that he talked his way past. Because if you don't, if you do that, then it's going to get it's going to get pretty, you know, pucker yeah. uh, the pucker factor is going to go up real big here. But, and well, so, but anyway, yeah, you know, it, yeah, it, it, well, it's, I,
0: it's, I had a couple incidents with well, first it was my daughter at the elementary school where we my wife would pack her lunch, would give her food. Mm -hmm. that we pay for we weren't getting free lunches from the school my wife and i paid for yeah and we would give you know her food probably maybe a little too much sugar but we'd give her like a fruit roll up or something like that and some little busybody down there goes you're not allowed to eat that what (laughs) i'm like i i caught wind of it and i was not happy i'm like wait a minute you're telling me I can't give my child food because it goes against the school's nutritional things. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we're we're not playing this game. It's like, we're giving her the food. We're okay with her eating it. You have no say in the matter. Man, I can't even imagine. Oh, I was livid. (laughs) I can bring my wife in here. I was not happy.
1: I mean, was she like a school nurse or something? Or- no, it was
0: I think if I remember correctly, it was one of the lunch hour lunchtime aides that put her nose in the somebody else, in the business that it shouldn't have been in. And I was, I was real close to going. Okay, we're gonna go have a meeting with the principal because that's not cool. We're like again, we're giving you the food, we're saying it's okay to eat. You, you have no right. Regardless of what the nutritional value thing says of the school, to say she can't eat it, on the flip side, if the school is going to provide the food, then they can say you can't eat something. But that's my twisted logic, and that's how I looked at it. no, i I, I totally agree. I mean,
1: it's like, you know, i I mean uh, that just seems like a very uh, I mean, th- this is where I kind of get into this this whole idea of of uh you know people not having enough to do people have <laughs> people have you know i guess some limited responsibility limited amount of power and yeah. it's just not it's just not enough i mean that to me just seems like a power play that is just totally totally unnecessary totally reasonable and and you know but i can only imagine but she probably felt like that was a hill she was ready to die on oh <laughs> yeah it's like hey
0: God, oh, I, <laughs> that was one of the occasions that my wife stepped in and went took and handled it because somebody would have been very unhappy and i've probably would have been in handcuffs
1: well i, I well <laughs> I, I don't know that anything's worth that but i mean it just seems but, like no, i I, I joke but like, it was
0: just like no know, we're not know, playing this game guys and you know it's just not happening but again you see that over and over mike and it's just um wow it's like
1: uh there's there's to me there's just so much more to life than worrying about whether or not you've got the authority to have some some power over somebody and and you know you see it manifest itself in so many bizarre ways these yeah. days and it's just
0: yeah
1: i don't have time for it and, yeah
0: I, I don't either and i haven't had the issue in a while well there you go there ah, you go problem solved, problem solved. <laughs> i think the i think the aid is no longer working there but i don't know um so you brought pop something to my mind somebody came across one of the groups again was when or well, the question or paraphrasing was when is it okay for dad to stop being fit
1: oh you saw that
0: yes saw i did that. see that one yeah yeah okay i i'm
1: i'm absolutely 100% ready to talk about that and i i'm um,
0: I think- I, I going when is it i think i kind of liken it, it, it to a, a thing of when are you ready to give up on life is kind of how I look at this and going, so you don't want to be fit. Why? I mean, I do karate. I'm active with the softball team. You know, I, you know, try and walk with my wife on a regular basis. So I'm, I'm always not necessarily, I'm not the fittest person on the face of the planet, but I'm also not the most unhealthy obese person on the face of the planet either. So I, I think, you know, what what's your opinion on when it is to stop being fair well well, again that's a that's
1: that's got to be a a rhetorical question because the the simple answer is no never um what i will say is that you know and for anybody that's watching this what i responded to is that i i let myself go some um during the period of my divorce and remarriage uh simply because you know stress um there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, uh, what do I want to say a lot of a uh, lot of uncertainty about a lot of things mm-hmm. going on in my life. and um, you know I sort of I sort of uh, decided it was okay to you know, uh, deprioritize uh, self-care. and um, and then this last year, my wife has been undergoing cancer treatment, and oh, I'm sorry. So- Yeah. And and she's doing great now. I mean, she's, you know, you know, has had uh, it was breast cancer and it it, did, you know, they found the uh, they found the lump when it was small, they did chemo and it, you know, they they took the lump out and scar tissue is all clear, lymph nodes all clear, nothing metastasized and stuff. But nice, you know, that was a that was a long, long ordeal. And, you know, and then she developed some complications from one of the uh, biological um, uh, uh, treatments that she took and it messed up her adrenal system to the point that she had to get hospitalized for that. So, I, I mean, you know, for about the last year, it's, I mean, I, I haven't lifted a single weight. I mean, it's like, and it's just, as like, um, you know, I, I know I'm smart enough to know that, you know, uh, it's, it's not, it's not good to be carrying these extra pounds. I got about mm-hmm. 25, 30 extra pounds that I'm carrying, and um, and it's just a matter of, uh, like I said, um, you know, I I I know that they love me regardless. My boys, when I see them, but when I see them, I was kind of, mm-hmm, you know, because I'm worried that they're getting to the age that they want me to golf or they want me to hike or they want me to go fishing or something like that, and I don't want to be that dad that can't do it because. I'm not in shape to do it. I don't want to be I'm I'm still fairly young, I think. And, and it's like, you know, that's a that's a motivator. I mean, oh yeah. So it's so it's like, you know, and it's just, you know, I know I'm not gonna be able to go in and do my do my maxes like I used to, but I mean, you know, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make some um accommodations for my age and uh start slowly, make sure I stretch, make sure I, you know, warm up properly. I uh, can't. I can't handle injuries, and uh, you know, got to get back into it because it's you know. Yeah, so if I'm uh, if I'm a grandfather, I'm not yet, and you never know. I may not ever get there, but um, but you know, I I, I do want to be an active uh, active older adult, and and it's uh, and you know, the only thing I would say is that um, you know, had I had I had it all to do over again. I would have prioritized fitness through this whole thing instead of thinking that it was something that I just didn't have time for, because um, you know the benefits are just, you know, oh, yeah. your well being, your well being, you you sleep better at night, you know, you you know, the whole thing about, you know, burning calories when you're not working out if you lift heavy stuff, and it's just, you know. Nobody likes to see a fat bald headed guy. It's good. Only see gray haired guys either, but
0: uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, it's a
1: pretty simple, pretty simple uh, thing for me.
0: Well, I mean, just a guy... what happened to me was I had. You remember I told you the doctor I had was about four foot nine with a big stick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, she she was helping me. Let me step back. So both my grandfather or grandmother and my father on the same side had type two diabetes yeah i was headed there and i went in i you know what i met with a nutritionist got blood work whole nine yards and got it one thing and then the the doctor like i said big stick yeah i didn't want to mess with her so i i I said you know i'll I'll cut all this stuff and i cut out cheese bread all this other stuff i was eating like you wouldn't believe And I got tested three months after the initial, after making those changes, everything was damn near cut in half just by simply changing it. And then my mother died, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which, you know, that is enough stress as it is, you know, trying to help her through what she was doing. And then, you know, trying to do what mine is and, it just went straight in the toilet. I I just couldn't with dealing with the stress of her passing away, all the stuff dealing with the estate and everything else, and it just I stopped taking care of myself in that aspect where, you know, I started eating the stuff I stopped eating, and yeah, I I didn't gain much weight. I fluctuated between 225 and 230. I'd like to get to 200, (laughs) which I don't think is that much of a, that's not much of a challenge if you can eat right and exercise and everything else, but I'm with you. I don't think you should ever stop being fit. Yes, you have ups and downs. Yeah. It's called life. Um, but you know, and it depends on what and that the one thing that drives me nuts about what is considered fit. And some people would look at me being forty seven and two hundred and thirty pounds, I'm like, you're obese. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm six foot two thirty. Yeah. And you know how is that? I mean, you could be a hundred, and you could be two hundred pounds, and you know, weigh you know two ten and still be obese. And wait, wait a minute, what? I I just don't. Somebody's definition of fit is different from somebody else's. I'm going. Can we get a definition that's like accurate across the board? See, I don't think you here, can.
1: Here's here's the thing. After you know, spending a lifetime battling weight and, and, uh, and, uh, issues. I mean, right now with the, with the extra weight that I'm carrying, I have, I, you know, I'll just be honest. I, you know, stares uh, not so much, not so much shortness of breath, even though there is, you know, if I do a lot in a row, I mean, you know, it gets there, but, um, just the, the, the pain in my knees, the pain in my mm-hmm. lower back. I, I have constant foot pain, um, not neuropathy, but it's more, you know, plantar fasciitis. And it's and again, it's just because I've got too much damn weight on top of my feet. Yeah. Here's the thing, it, you know, I think if, it, you know, if I lose 30 pounds, I'm not going to be anywhere close to being uh, in the, the federal government's BMI range of, you know, from my height to weight and age of, uh, you know, considered, considered uh, normal. But here's the thing. I think I think it all depends how you feel. You may be six foot and two thirty, but you know if you can get out there and do judo twice a week, like I know you're doing. And how do you feel? Oh, I feel fine. Okay, <laughs> That's the kicker. Who, who cares? I mean, you know, it, it, we you know we gotta we gotta kind of kind of step back and say, hey, you know what? There's no there's no other people like us. Thank God. Um, and, yeah, no. you know, to know. To try and shoehorn us us into a BMI or or body fat percentage or something that that somebody in D.C. decides is is what's considered healthy, I think it's a fool's errand. I mean, you do you. Stay in your lane. Find something that you can can use to get yourself uh, in shape and something you like to do. And you know what? If you feel better,
0: if you feel better, that's
1: what you got to be doing
0: that's just it. it's like you've got to feel good you that know, i i hindsight i wish i would have posted something on that but yeah you've <laughs> got to be able to uh you got to do you uh, you can't put in like i that's kind of an example so my daughter being you know a uh, freshman in, in school there are national standards for sit ups push ups the mile run and i'm looking at her going okay she's n- not overweight by any stretch she's yeah skinny she's active and but what kills me I mean, runner's physique is what i like to you have a runner's physique so i'm like you've got lanky long legs lanky torso i mean you've got a runner's kind of setup and i i don't understand how the schools can require a 10 minute mile out of a 13 year old any 13 year old doesn't have to be my daughter when you don't condition them to run a 10 minute mile. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's nuts. I mean,
1: you know, just, just somebody who's never run or anything, you're yeah. telling them to go run a 10, ten minute mile. I
0: mean, yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's the that's the national standard, believe it or not. It's not California, that's the national standard. Mm-hmm. Or like 10 and a half, something like that. But it still is like, can you, do you do any kind of building up to run or this, that, or the other? I mean, even in the police academy, they got us built up to run the mile and a half. And yeah. I was nowhere near built for running. I mean, that's why I have a patrol car for. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like you've got to condition these kids and it gets back to being fit. Yeah. Your level of fitness is what you're at to feel good. I have another example of a kid who was actually two, but another uh, the one I'm going to go for is this guy, he came to work for at work at my job and he was probably six, six, two, and he was close to 320 pounds. Oh, wow. He was a big kid. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he was healthy. He was what I, you know, I thought he was overweight, but that's all relative. Yeah. And he, I remember him having a conversation with me. He's, he started running and they said he stopped and I go, Why? because it started to hurt. Like, that's when you push through. Because you've got to put you've got a plateau and you've got to get yourself past that point in order for you to start burning the fat and burning everything else that helps you lose weight. Sure. But he just he this was an example where he would just go because, you know, it it started hurting and I started getting cramps. Okay. You recognize that, but you you gotta keep on going because that's the only way you're gonna do accomplish what you want. And the other one, you know, I got kind of got what was that? How old
1: was this kid again?
0: Oh good God, this is probably eight years ago. I would have guessed he's probably in a mid to late twenties. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he he was still of the point where he was still kind of the metabolism was there, but he... And you gotta take genetics into the account as well. Uh-huh. Like, um, but that's a, that was those my advice is that's what you know, some of the training I have had with trainers is like you gotta push through that point to get to that next level. And he kind of yeah. like, Well, I'm not gonna go do that. I'm like, hey, you do you. I mean, if you're comfortable doing that, but I, I just I tried to give him advice and that was it. But yeah, he was a he wasn't that old. I think I was in my late thirties at that time. Yeah but if it fit is a fit as a state of mind
1: yeah you know. I, I I mean it really is i mean you're not mm-hmm. you're not uh you're not you're not just uh a fit of of body but you know you're gonna get mind you're gonna think clearly you're gonna think a lot clearer you're gonna think um i mean you'll you'll get more done i mean you're yeah. you, you know i i mean and if the benefit is is that as you lose some pounds that you get off of statins you get off of um, like thyroid pills and stuff. I mean, I'm I'm in health insurance, and I know, I know the the most times people, when I ask them about what kind of prescriptions you take, they're taking statins for cholesterol, and they're taking um, uh, they're taking what's a thyroid med? Um, uh, just a little bitty one, but um, yeah. Uh, and and it's amazing how the body can self-correct. You know, yeah. with just a little bit of
0: uh, effort and, um, and, uh, you know, work, you got to do the work though. Oh well, yeah. You got to put that, What's you got to put the work. And I remember the same doctor, I said, I, if I can avoid taking pills, I will be a better person. I, I just, it, some doctors just say, Hey, take this, you know, jokingly, like, you know, take this and call me in the morning is it gives you a cookie. I'm going, no, 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 no. I want an answer. I, I yeah. don't want to be popping pills control stuff when i can control it with diet i have the willpower to cut out cheese and bread still haven't been able to cut out coffee yet but um (laughs) but you know i have the willpower to cut that stuff out and that that, there's another part there's your mind part of it is like you've got to you know to stay fit you've got to be willing to not give up necessarily but not eat as much as you know what you're eating I mean that's just it. So yeah, I
1: I also kind of hang out in some fitness groups just to just to sort of uh you know, make sure that uh you know and and my my problem is 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 diet. I mean, you know, again for the last year year and a half it's just been DoorDash this and you know, we 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 haven't been cooking as much anymore simply because you know, the light uh our lives have been so crazy and it's just gotten Mm-hmm. better maybe in the last month to two months um better is all relative i mean my wife still has certain health challenges that you know we got to be accommodating for but um but i mean i i know i can i can eat better and i it just bugs me you know to be to be relying so much on somebody else to deliver food to me so but anyway but just Hello, saying that thanks again for listening um, if you leave the, us a rating on the exercise Podcast, is going to do nothing uh, if you don't do something about your nutrition
0: oh yeah you got to. i mean uh, yeah, like you, you said you know dairy uh you know white flour processed sugar that
1: you know anything you can do to get get out of those i mean you know there's there are keto diets there's carnivore diets where it's you know you think you're you know you don't eat a vegetable i mean <laughs> you know it's 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 all it's all burgers, steak and and eggs and stuff. and i don't I don't see how you have balanced nutrition. But I guess if you're you're in a very bad state, that is a way to get you know the protein in mm-hmm. that um, that if you're if you're lifting and stuff, it will it should theoretically supercharge your metabolism because it'll it'll get uh, it'll get burned, and uh, your your fat stores will be will be called upon uh much faster but yeah uh, you know i don't know
0: yeah and you're
1: if i'm ready to go do that but i mean um i uh yeah my personal my personal bug is uh chips and stuff i mean it's like i just need
0: to i, I need to throw them all out and <laughs> just never let them in the house
1: but, uh yeah uh,
0: i've gotten really lax on that but the, uh, yeah it's a struggle for me because it, actually <laughs> believe it or not as i changed my diet I never, step back again, as a kid, 13, 14, 15, my dad had his gallbladder taken out. Right, And the man loved to eat. He was like the steak and potatoes, this side of the other. Well, it got so bad where they, they literally backed him up. He, he literally got clogged up. So they had to remove his gallbladder and this side of the other. Well, my mother in her infinite wisdom changed the diet for everybody in the house. Now, mind you, I'm like 11, 12, 13. My sister is, you know, the higher end of the teens. And she changes for everybody. I understood where my mom was coming from is changing for one, changing for everybody. Else. I'm like, Mom, we're still growing here. <laughs> I mean, with this powdered butter, I'm going, oh, my God, I, I hate wow. butter, but they were called butter buds. And I, yeah, no. Thanks. Um, but it was just the thing is, is like she forced the diet change for everybody in the house and not thinking that we as kids are still growing. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I when I went on, started mine before my mom passed away, I told my wife, I said, Look, I'm not changing the diet for everybody in the house. I refuse to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But on the flip side, the, the bonus was they saw the diet change with me and they themselves changed the diet for them, for themselves. I'm like score. Um, I mean, I win, win, but it wasn't my goal. It was my goal for me personally to make sure I'm around for, you know, them and around for their grandkids if you know, they choose to have them, but that's just, that's it. It's like, I wanted to be around for them and I wanted to change and it just happened to change their diet for the, uh, for themselves, which was awesome. And then mom died, and it went to hell. So, but uh, on that, uh, that's pretty much fit is a change, of state of mind. Um, yeah. Have you come? A- oh, go ahead.
1: No, I agree. I agree. That's uh, that's an awesome, uh, awesome way to
0: think about it. So, yeah, all good, all good Did stuff. You, have you come across anything uh, that you want to talk about on the group? Because I I've been seeing so much. I pick I pick and choose what I see.
1: I've got some ideas for maybe the next time but okay. I, I, we've been we've been at this for a couple hours so you know, yeah just
0: about yeah I, i'm plus the wife probably wants to ring my neck and wants to go to home depot and get more flowers oh what is what a coincidence we're planting flowers today too <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, but
1: i'm the slave labor i don't have i don't have youngsters yeah like a, i'm kind of the she, she's the one
0: who wants the garden so i'm like all right yeah
1: well, Mike, it's been a, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good visit and uh, cool. I look forward to getting together next Sunday and I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a few topics during the week okay. and we can, we can try to, we can try to get do, do uh, some more discussion about it. Hope this gotcha. helps somebody.
0: Um, what did you think of the last, the first show? Uh, <laughs> you haven't listened to it yet, have
1: you? That's something oh, I can good. do today, while I'm, while I'm digging in the garden, maybe. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, I,
0: I was messing with the video part. I have not figured out how to get it posted, but I'll deal with that later. No, it's um, okay. But I, I,
1: it does come up in my in my podcast list to do, and I, I guess I mean I could I could have turned on my uh, my phones while I was taking the dogs for their walk today. So, but anyway, so. opportunity
0: lost. Maybe I'll uh, take care of that. Uh, like I say, while I'm gardening today. Yeah, you can hear my whiny wonderful. I hate my voice recorder, so you can listen to me all day long oh, and put you to do. sleep. Me too.
1: <laughs> okay. And and here's the other thing. I may be calling you about this, uh about this uh okay. microphone setup uh this week. I'm I'm not sure what I'm not doing, but it's oh, obviously <laughs>
0: uh, obvious literally the 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 microphone you got plugs into port one on that funky looking uh looks like three holes on it. So that yeah. goes in yeah, it goes into the left one on that thing. Oh, okay. So you plug oh. your microphone in there and the USB comes out of the back into your um, USB on the back of your computer. And okay. the 40, it should be a 48 uh, little slide switch on the back of that interface. Okay. That you want to make sure it's set to 48 because that powers your microphone. Okay. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Once you do that, uh, you can use, there's a program called Audacity because you're on the PC. Um, I think, uh, Behringer has their own software. I think you can download, but I haven't used it. So you're going to have to kind of mess without that one, but that's basically what I use. So that's audacity for the, um, yeah, you can record in there, you can edit. And if you want to mess with it there, I, I do it on our, on my end, um, when, uh, when we're done, so that way it doesn't get messed with. But yeah, you can mess with that, or I mean, Zoom does your recording and video and audio, so you should be good to go. All right, Have fun well, i fun playing with it.
1: Okay, I will.
0: All right, All right. go Mavericks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, go uh, Warriors, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know anything. slug, but uh, anyway, go Warriors. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. You See you next week. Hey, take care,
0: everybody. Bye bye. Thanks for staying and listening today. If you'd like to get a hold of myself, I can be reached at area code seven zero seven. 385-9698. Please leave a voicemail or send a text. I can also re- be reached at digitalagedescendants at gmail.com. And thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening. Hey, if you guys could give me a five-star rating or any rating, that would be awesome. Fortunately, Spotify and Anchor FM does not allow for ratings, but Apple Podcasts does. So please leave a rating. Have a good evening.